Make more birdies. A bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. This is not a tip. This is a prescription, trust me. Mm. If you don't, you will fall out of balance. Welcome to Birdies and Bourbon. Sit down and have a sip. Welcome back, everybody, to the Birdies and Bourbon Show. Dan, I had so many options when it came to spirits this afternoon. I, it's like, should I be drinking Irish whiskey? Yes. Uh, do I need to whip out the Japanese whiskey? Yes. And I said, nah, hell no. We're going to start talking about Vegas first thing, baby. So we're, we're going with Good Times Bourbon. Oh, Tawny Port. Tawny Port. Good Times in Vegas. Congratulations to one Rory McElvoy, who, uh, oh, I guess McElroy, uh, you know, but, but what have you. Um, he, just, uh, he just completed, just won his 20th golf tournament. He has achieved in wins, but not in tenure, his lifetime exemption on the PGA Tour. I think he's, um, I think he's 13 years into this, so he's got a couple more years before that uh, before that, uh, uh, that label kind of sticks, if you will, I think you got to be 20 wins in 15 years. I don't know why that's the case. I mean, if you can win 20 tournaments in 13 years, I mean, shouldn't that just count? You think, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know why it doesn't, but, uh, I don't know what, so uh, I, I did not have any action on Rory this weekend. However, uh, I did, uh, oh, by the way, before I mention that, I did see all of your uh, all your picks made it to the weekend. So congratulations. Uh, so that that's uh, that's a first for the year, I think, for you. So good. Good job. By, by the way, all mine made it to the weekend as well. Of course, it was a no cut event. So, yeah, no brainer there. I did win a little scratch uh, on DraftKings. So uh, everything was green on that side of the board. Uh, how'd you do? I did good on the DK, man. I was um, I was doing great going into Sunday, and then you know who got me. Two guys got me. Two guys got me. Number one, RF. RF was not uh, not great oh, on Sunday. Bucky. And oh, then, Bucky. but the one that really got me on Sunday was old Max. He got me bad on Sunday. Yeah, Max Homa. Where did? Um, well, hold on. Let, let's let's um, let's let's chew on this Rory thing just a little bit because. We'll spend some time talking about Bucky here in just a second. But uh, so Rory McElroy wins the tournament at 25 under, shoots 68, 67, a 62, followed up by a 66. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I had, listen, this, this whole emotional roller coaster he's on these, I don't even know if it's a roller coaster at this point. I mean, it's just pure emotion all the time. I don't know if there's an, any adrenaline there. But um, I, I don't know. I, I'm waiting to see if he cries like a few weeks before the Masters. And if he does, uh, it's going to make my wager look really good that I put uh, put down on him this weekend. It's a good point. It's a really good point. We got to see some Niagara Falls. And then it's like, oh, here we go. Here we go. Minus, it, it, minus 300. <laughs> it, it, that, there, there's my guy. There is my guy, the Irishman himself. So I don't know. He looked pretty good, man. Um, I, I was impressed. Uh, now, I don't know. When's the next time we see Rory back on tour or at a tournament? I mean, it's going to be a minute, I would expect, right? Yeah. I mean, I know he was talking to DJ about, you know, play, uh, the tournament champions in, in Hawaii. And uh, DJ said, oh, I didn't qualify for that this year. And he goes, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I know Rory's going to do that one. But let's take a look at the, the schedule here. We got the schedule up. Um, let's see. Somewhere around here. There we go. Schedule. We got 
Yeah, not a whole lot, man. Um, I, don't, I don't know if we see him again in 2021. Calendar year 2021. Season from, 22. The WGC was canceled, and then he got Bermuda same week, and then he got Mayakoba, Houston, and the RSM. Uh, the Hero mm-hmm. World Challenge. Maybe the Hero World Challenge, is he playing in that? Uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Let me see him at the Hero. Maybe yeah. see him at the Hero. So, uh, yeah, I mean, he's already got a win under his belt. Uh, is this any segue? Is this any segue to, I don't know if we picked our player of the year, by the way. Well, I think you already picked Harry Higgs. So, <laughs> uh, but out, out before we get into, before we get into big, beautiful, um, I mean, is this going to free Rory up and kind of let him, uh, let him get to the new and improved Rory? And is this going to put him in a spot? to uh for his third fedex cup title and player of the year not so fast (laughs) (laughs) uh you know i mean we talked about mr district t5 going into covid and then he was the one him and sunjay well, the two. So now I told you, you've got Sanjay's back, Rory's back. Why, why can't I take my own advice in these shows and say, hey, Sanjay's back, probably Rory's back too. The tides have changed. You know, it's, hey, it's getting warmer, you know? And, uh, <laughs> but I don't know, man. Uh, I think he's back. I think he's back. You know, I saw some people saying he's not all the way back, but I think uh, I liked what I saw. Um, I want him to be back. Hey. What do you think? Yeah, so do so do I. I, I hope he's back, man. I, it's um, it's it's good to see. I like it. I like to see him at the top of the leaderboard. Uh, I feel like he moves the needle when he's up there. Uh, I feel feel like you definitely feel it in the in the world of golf. And um, yeah, ho- hopefully, man. I, I don't know. This, this could be could be twenty twenty two season. Could be Rory McIlroy's completion of his career Grand Slam. Could be. I, I wouldn't be surprised. Wouldn't I, be surprised. I would love to see it. I would love to see um, it. Speaking of speaking of who's back, uh, boy, Keith Mitchell had to be feeling good going into the weekend, huh? 62-64, followed up by 73. Just uh, although T third, nobody's complaining. Um, who else? Colin Morikawa. He had a kind of a uh, a rough Friday, but looking uh, comes out and shoots a 62 on Sunday. I don't know, maybe an early lean for Japan. But uh, what about one Bucky Fowler? Uh, fires a 22 under, a pair of 66s, followed by a 63, and then a 71 on Sunday. I mean, he was driving the ball absolutely fantastic. So I, I don't know is 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 this the resurgence of of that era of golfer? Of I don't know. What, uh, so Fowler's been on. I think Fowler's like 13 years in too. I think he and Rory came out at the same time, right? Or, or joined the tour at the same time. So is this the is this is this the the, the year of the thirteen uh, thirteen year man? Um, do you think Fowler wins this year on tour? Uh, are you counting the Zozo Championship uh, as a win? No. When he when he does. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, don't, I, don't, I, I don't I don't know I, I don't know if he does or not uh, again you know that this was a no-cut event 
uh, you know, the, the Thursday and Friday rounds definitely get him to the weekend, followed up by, by Saturday. I don't know. Is he, and this is kind of, what do you, if you want to call a cloud that's kind of hung over, over Ricky, over his career, it's like, can you close on Sundays? He didn't and, play good. He didn't play good on Sunday, man. And, and once again, you know, so, so I don't know, was that, um, you know, it's, I don't think the pressure gets to him. I, <laughs> mm. I was looking at some, uh, hold on. I got it a right here. Sand, a lot of rough on Sunday. No, from what I yeah, can tell, but, you know, so, and that rough so wasn't that rough. Right. Exactly. So 13 seasons, $40 million uh, in career earnings. I, I don't, I mean, how is it once you've won for this is career winnings. This is winnings, $40 million. It, well, I'd say that it says it's career earnings. So I don't think that takes into account sponsorships, no, no. but so, so $40 million in career earnings. Is it hard to get excited on Sunday? Or, or is it is it hard to hold? Is it hard to keep your focus and keep that, uh, you know, kind of that uh, that tiger mentality for four days when you've cashed in forty million dollars in thirteen seasons? So you bring up good points, and you and I talk about this quite a bit, and we love Rick, but um, you know. Rick was questioned last year about like, you know, Hey, you're, you're doing a lot of stuff off the course, but I think by Faldo and he, he gave the answer of, Hey, I, I got a great team around me. We're going to keep doing what we're doing and this and that. And it wasn't a great, it wasn't a great, like, Oh, I'm going to, I'm going to make sure I focus on playing and winning and all that. And that's, that's the thing I don't necessarily kind of agree with. And then you see Rory where he's like, I just need to play golf. I need to play golf. You talk about a guy with earnings or winnings and all that. And that guy yeah. really wants to win. That's, you know, if you look at the two guys, I mean, there's a reason one guy won yesterday and that's because that's all they do is focus on it. Yeah. Uh, so out of the top five golfers at the CJ cup, what other golfer also has uh, five career wins? And I think it's his second year on tour. Oh, more yeah. I mean, it's just right. And I mean, and that's a guy like I, I still, I think that, so yeah, I mean, is, is there a difference at 11 years on tour? Maybe. I don't know that I necessarily see it from Rory's perspective. Uh, you know, I don't know how many years Keith Mitchell's been on tour, but I bet your ass he wanted to win Harry Higgs out there coming in at T nine. I mean, he wanted to win. I don't know where Gary, I don't know where Gary Woodland came from, but that's another guy that wants to win. So I, I don't know. I, I think that, um, it's just, there's, you know, uh, they were talking, he went, um, so, you know, he's gone through these wholesale swing changes. Um, he went to, uh, went to get a little counsel from, from his old coach, Butch Harmon, uh, why he was in Vegas. And again, as, as it was, as I understood it or read it, you know, he wasn't necessarily looking for coaching help from a swing perspective. It was more, uh, you know, mentorship, right. Or, or, Hey, you know, are you, are you, do you agree that, you know, what I'm doing is, is kind of going in the right direction. So I, I don't know. It's interesting to hear him say, you know, that he's got the right people around him and then, you know, he's, uh, which, Hey, I totally get going to Butch Harmon for, you know, kind of that confirmation on, am I doing the right thing? But if you already got the right people around you, do you need that confirmation? What, what, why do you need that type of confirmation? And I, I don't know, maybe it's another, it's just another checkbox, right? It's kind of helping you get back to where you need to get to. So uh, I, I don't know. I will be looking at Ricky Fowler in some more of these no cut events. I think that, uh, you know, when it comes and there's really nothing on the line, you just got to go out and make birdies. I, I think he's going to be a contender in, in many of these to come throughout the year. So, uh, yeah. The one thing I can tell you for sure 
is that yesterday, when they teed off, it was Rory, Ricky, and Answer, right? And I bet you that Jay Monahan after that event got a stern yelling at by Ricky and his team, like, "Why wasn't this on the air for an hour?" <laughs> no wonder my guy faded. <laughs> Yeah, what do you, what do you got to do to get this on air, man? I mean, like, well, and and why? Why was that the case? I don't know. Uh, I, I haven't seen a good answer for that one yet. But uh, I mean, it's, I, you know, I mean, out of that out of that pairings or out of the threesome, who Abe answers probably the one that takes the back seat. But you've got you've got Rory McIlroy and Ricky Fowler in contention to win the CJ cup in Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And it's like, yeah, we don't need to give them any more airtime. I mean, you've got a whole network over there. You can show the damn thing on. Exactly. It's not, it's not interfering with anybody. I, I, so I'm confused as to why they didn't, uh, they didn't take advantage of that because do you know how many people pay money to get Ricky on TV every time they have a chance? That's a good point. It's a great point. Yeah. They had him for free, essentially, for free. right? Yeah. I, I, well, they, they probably owed him. They probably cut him a four million dollar check for yeah. the uh, for the PIP program. But exactly, yeah. I, I, I don't know. I, I was yeah, I was a little confused about the whole coverage piece. There, hopefully, there's a good reason. Not sure. Um, yeah. Who who else? Oh, let's. Uh, so Harry Higgs. Uh, I. Shoots a 64, 67, Saturday, shoots a 70, follows it up with another 67. So, you know, he bookends the weekend with uh, with a pair of 67s. Uh, I don't know. Is Harry got uh, – I mean, looks pretty good to me, man. I mean, the form looks, looks good. Uh, my one-and-done beat your one-and-done, Dan, Cam Smith at T9 shooting 20 under. So, solid, uh, solid week for him. Everything uh, 68, sub 68s for Cam Smith. Where did uh, where did Leishman come in at? He was like in the 30s. He he didn't get it going. He um he had a great Sunday, but uh, just too late, you know. Yeah, I did play him in a few lineups, so I was a little disappointed to see him uh, see him kind of. Was he at minus eight or minus ten on Sunday? Is what it was? Yeah, I think so. Uh, ooh. I gotta gotta scroll way down the leaderboard to find your guy. Hey. Uh, shot a six, shot a shot a sixty four t thirty eight, so fifteen yeah. overall for the tournament. Yeah, so uh, yeah, it's what's bookends Friday with a pair of seventies. So just yeah, not nothing uh, nothing really there. So uh, Louis surprised me a little bit. Um, you know, just not not a lot of fire there. Adam Scott looked good once again. Uh, Brooks Kepka didn't really hear much noise out of him coming in at t thirty eight. No. So. Mm. Uh, I thought we might see a little something there. Dustin Johnson kind of slid down to T14. You know what I call that? I call that hungover golf is what I call that. Mm. It's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to be able to fund the trip. No problems here. So, uh, let's just, uh, let's just show up and play golf. And who wants that early morning tea time anyway? Exactly. Uh, we, we talked about Morikawa, but that guy is a Killer man, holy cow! I was scared for Rory. And this other thing I wanted to say was Rory showed his professionalism on Sunday when he got up by three. He just coasted in. He was hitting a lot of three wood and just yeah, yeah. what what a professional way to finish that tournament. Even on even on eighteen, he was just like, I don't need the eagle. I just need to get me a, a birdie. A very, a par. He, yeah. he yeah he played a very mature round of golf. I mean, talk about golf course management, not mm -hmm. losing your cool. And and to your point, you know, showing uh, that this is what a professional golfer does is you get the lead. Uh, you, you take over on moving day and then you don't lose it on Sunday. Yeah. And, and you know, Morikawa though, he was coming after him. Gosh, the Eagles 18, my goodness gracious. 
I mean, it was Rory. I mean, it was uh, it was actually Ricky Salus, man. I, yeah, I mean, that, that's that, the thing. It was you know, uh, I wanted to see old Rick win. I did. Um, yeah, well, I, gotta, I hope he's back. I mean, he's been improving all of last year. So, so I guess that means JT's out. <laughs> who who is making it to uh, Hot potato. boys who's, week? Who's gonna suck this year? <laughs> who who's making it to boys week this week? Yeah, um, well. I don't know when the next time we're going to see Justin Ty. I guess the hero, probably. Yeah. I don't know if we'll see him before that. Yeah. I'm surprised some guys aren't playing this week, aren't you? I guess it's just because they got to um, go all the way across to Japan, I guess. I guess, maybe, and trying to get back and all that. Yeah, and I, I don't really know why. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty diluted field. Uh, so a lot of folks that, did, that elected not to go play. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Before we get into that one, what else is, uh, what else is happening before we get into the, uh, the Zozo? We miss anything on the on the tournament? Oh, yeah! I wanted to talk about this though. We obviously we weren't there, but uh, but I, I like the fact that the event they had two weeks in Vegas. Thought yeah. that was pretty cool, and I, and I, and I thought we got to see a lot of golfers that we wouldn't have otherwise seen in I one or both of those tournaments uh, that played back to back just because it's there. I think the Vegas piece didn't hurt. And I think that there it's the same city. I, I think it really helps some people make the decision to go there. And I mean, who doesn't like it's October in Vegas. Who who's against that? I, I don't know anybody that really is. So, um, yeah, I, I would, I, I would like to see more of those again, the, the CJ cup is typically played in Korea and, you know, with, uh, what the 20 last year, we'll say, uh, they moved it to Vegas and, and, uh, yeah, I, I hope it's, uh, I hope it's something that kind of sticks. So, uh, if it, if it is, I know where I'm spending my uh, first two weeks in October in 2022. I think we've got a lot of changes coming up with the fall. Um, you know, we, we talked about it last week with that, um, 15 starts and the $50,000 and shuffling things around. And I'm hearing rumors of Phil kind of running his mouth about how there's lots of changes coming in the fall. We might've seen the last, uh, I think Shriners just signed up for like four more years or something like that, but we might've seen the last, um, Sanderson and stuff like that. Mm. So I think that's the reason they did the 15 is I think they're probably gonna start playing a lot more on the European side. Right. Maybe they, they combine those tours together with a lot of synergies and then, sure. yeah. So then that's why they did the 15 is because yeah, I don't think the European events count towards the 15. So they're trying to, right. yeah. Yep. Uh, I think there's some things moving behind the scenes. Yep. Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, so you, you've got Rom that played, well, he played a couple of days last week. So, uh, but, and, they, and he's not playing in the Zozo. So, you know, it's folks like the, it's the Roms of the world, right? That how do we keep, how do we keep those guys interested in playing on U.S. soil versus them uh, j- jumping and going somewhere else? Which again, I mean, I don't know, is it a lot? He's, he's probably getting more money to go over there to an event, uh, you know, as an appearance fee than he is showing up over here to make his 15 events, I would expect. But I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, um, it'll be interesting. I mean, <clears throat> I, I'm with you. I like the Vegas, the two weeks in a row. I just don't know how, I don't know if they're going to keep the CJ cup there. I, I think, it, I think they should, but I don't know. Well, uh, I, I did see just from looking at the fans, I did see a lot of, um, uh, I, I, they may not have been Korean, but I did see a lot of, uh, of Asian spectators there. Uh, I would imagine what is it? Uh, BB go, uh, that was the, uh, the, and, and the CJ cup, right? CJ mm-hmm. that was the, the title sponsor. So I, I don't know you, uh, you look at some of those folks over there, you, you got to think that they probably enjoy coming over to, uh, 
coming over to Vegas and, uh, you know, spotlighting their tournament. I'd say that just gives them all more reason for another tournament in uh, South Korea. So there you go. Yeah. Any other notables last week? Uh, other than the Atlanta Braves, uh, uh, just saying, just saying it wouldn't, wouldn't surprise me to see the Atlanta Braves in the, uh, in the world series this year. I think they're up two and O over the Dodgers. So, uh, those guys are looking pretty good, but uh, outside of that, we'll we'll talk a little, uh, we'll talk a little fantasy football towards the end, but no, that's, uh, You got uh, AS, man. He's, he's been uh, kicking in the gear. Shot 21 under, T5. Uh, he, he did look good out there, for Burns sure. Burns is keeping it up. You know, we talked about Gooch last year, uh, last week, and I said, hey, does he have the length to, to compete here? Uh, apparently, he does. <laughs> uh, yeah, T, T5 at 21 under. Yeah, he sure does have the... Look uh, at old yeah. Woodland. Where'd he come from? Uh, that's what I'm saying, man. That guy's been... I don't struggling maybe harsh but uh he, he's he has not been in his best form as of late and you know comes in at t9 uh sunjay once again following his um well he, i mean and, and we talk often about how you know you you d- not looking at a player after they just won and well for sure you don't get you don't get sunjay m playing this tournament if this tournament jumps cities i wouldn't even even for uh, even for Sunjay, I don't know after a win if he's jumping on a plane and heading to another city to play in a golf tournament. So I think that's one benefit that we you know, we, we got to see uh, a second second event at a Sunjay after a win. I think this and, might be the year Hudson makes uh, the Tour Championship. Yeah, it could be. Could be. He looked pretty good over the weekend. I know I had him in quite a few lineups. So yeah. uh, where did he finish at? He's at thirty two. Okay. Yeah. So he looked pretty good. Uh, Aaron wise, which, uh, we talked about him on last week's show. That was definitely a value play. It, been, it was for, uh, for a lot of people it was for a lot of people, but, uh, definitely a solid play, uh, solid play there. And, uh, we'll be chatting a little bit, a little bit about Johnny V mm-hmm. Johnny Vegas, uh, for ne- uh, this coming week's Zozo championship, uh, T 14, he subs, uh, sub 70 for the tournament, uh, for the CJ cup as well. So yeah, lots of, uh, lots of good stuff, man. Lots, lots of folks happening. Xander, I don't know what he, at T 18 didn't really see a whole lot out of him, but, uh, you got Xander JT and speed Victor Hovland, all T 18. So, uh, yeah, I don't know what that gets us into this week, but, uh, we shall, we shall see shortly. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good event. I like that one. That was fun. That's a good one. Uh, so heading into this week's Zozo Championship, uh, typically we'd be moving from South Korea to Japan. Obviously, that changed as of last year, as previously mentioned. But uh, no, this year we will be playing. Uh, where are we heading to? We're heading to Narashino Country Club. In Japan, par 70. Oh, hold on, 70. before we get into that, before we get into Uh-oh. that. Yeah. Uh-oh. Give us a bourbon review, man. We haven't given him some bourbon review. Uh, oh, for this uh, for this Good Times Tawny Port, it is absolutely fantastic. If you're into if you're into port barrel finishes, we still got to get these guys on the show. Uh, this one's coming in at 57%, so we're looking at 114 proofer. They're labeling it as barrel strength, which I would agree. Uh, it is a single barrel bourbon finished in Tawny Port. 
barrels and uh it's pretty damn good i mean i i'd say very characteristic of uh of your standard tawny port finish kind of got those it's uh it's sweet there's some grape on the front end of this it's got a little bit of baking spice and um it's kind of what you would imagine again from from your stand from your port finishes uh, i think it's delivering all the way around there so yeah check mm. them out <laughs> very cool very cool yeah Hopefully we'll have those guys on the show here fairly soon. And then uh, this week, who do we got coming out on Thursday? We got um, the people from Winston, right? Uh, oh, Broad Branch Distilling. Yeah. Or Distillery. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Whew, that was a great, great show with those guys. Oh, yeah. uh, we we absolutely had a blast <clears throat> with, uh, with Daniel going through their... Uh, what did we went through a couple of rise? We went through, I think everything was rye actually. Yeah. So we, we went through their rise. We went through the Boykin, uh, bonded release that just came out. And, uh, what did we, and did we taste a, uh, tasted a, uh, we tasted a blend mm-hmm. that was, uh, that was really good. So yeah, Daniel Spivey, great stuff <clears throat> happening up at, uh, at Broad Ranch Distilling. If you haven't checked those guys out, put it on your list. If you're hitting the sand belt in North Carolina for a round of golf for the fall, this is this is one to check out, man. We we haven't been to their place yet, but it looks really cool. Uh, all the photos and everything looks good. Small, uh, you know, family owned uh, distillery there, and uh, looking for more good things to come out of those guys. So it should be fun. Be sure to check out the show later this week. Good deal. All right, well, let's take a break, and then we'll come back, and we'll uh, we'll get into the Zozo. How about that? How about it? You're listening to Birdies and Bourbon. I'm Alan Katz in Brooklyn from New York Distilling Company. Cheers. We are back for another pour. Heading to Narashino Country Club in Japan. Dan, they took a little break uh, last year. Uh, I believe they played it at Sherwood Forest. And uh, we're moving it back to Japan this year. So uh, I don't want to say it's a diluted field, but it is definitely not the field that we saw in 2020 when, it, this, uh, when the Zozo was played here in the U.S. So... Uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. We're leaving the desert and we are now heading to a tree lined par 70, 7,100 yards. Uh, we got three par threes. No, scratch that. We've got three par fives and we've got five, five par threes. Definitely getting that bottle today. How many pies uh, we got? <laughs> how many pies? All the, all the pies you can eat. Speaking of pie, oh uh, th- this, this, uh, this good times bourbon, Tawny port finish, it does kind of, uh, it's got that like almost kind of a blueberry ish kind of, uh, mm, nice. like a pie filling or jam kind of taste on there. It's really good. Nice. Um, so yeah, so I, I think we're going to wind up by the last winner at this, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but I think the last winner at this course, at this tournament was one tiger woods. I think he won his 82nd tournament there. I believe never heard of him. Well, you will one day, <laughs> uh, you will one day. Um, you know, so again, it's, uh, it's tree lined. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's going to be a ton of trouble, uh, 7,100 yards. So, you know, it's, uh, it's not overly long. So uh, I don't know that 
drive. Well, I mean, if you look at the stats from uh, when they played here in uh, the last time they played here, uh, it, it is going to be about distance and more so it's going to be about driving accuracy. So that's kind of where we are. Uh, don't know if I mentioned we're going to be putting on bent grass greens. So I don't know, does, uh, does Bucky Fowler, does the putter get hot on these bent grass greens and kind of take him to where he needs to be? Uh, I, like I said, from course history, uh, we've only got one point of reference, if you will, and that was from 2019. You had Tiger Woods winning the tournament, Hideki Matsuyama, ooh, Sunjay M, Roy McIlroy, Gary Woodland, Billy Horschel, Corey Connors. Uh, the list goes on and on. I'm looking, and I do not see a Ricky Fowler in the field. And uh, as I'm looking just at the leaderboard, this is probably the top 20 or so. I don't see a lot of these guys in the field. So... Um, yeah, there, there's a plenty of people that didn't play here. So I, I don't know from course history, if you will, I, I don't know that that's going to, going to really, uh, going to shine a lot of light given that we've only got one tournament that we can reference here. So probably going to be looking uh, to our friends at fantasynational.com to reference uh, recent form and kind of where they are. Um, let's go ahead and get into this one, Dan. So in the premium range of $10,000 and above, Colin Morikawa, the X-Man, Will Zalatoris. I think he had a rough showing the last time we saw him out. Hideki Matsuyama, which placed second here the last time the tournament was played here and at this course. Uh, make a note, make a note. Paul Casey has withdrawn from the Zozo championship I'll and Tommy him. Fleet. <laughs> you'll take him <laughs> twice. You will take him twice. I know you, you already have him as your one and done. That's why I want to go ahead and let you, uh, let you know that right off jump street. Uh, so let's, uh, let's dig in. I'm looking at the last 24 rounds and strokes gained. I may bounce back and forth between, uh, between strokes gained and par three efficiency, given that there are five par threes on the golf course and it is a par seventy. So I don't know that we're necessarily going to get into the birdie festival that we saw at the CJ cup this week. Uh, Dan, I, go ahead and say it. I know what you're going to say, but I want you to say it. Uh, huh. Uh, well, I mean, I think uh, Colin Morikawa is going to win this week. I don't know why he's not. Uh, I think he he tie. I think he ties the low round. So why uh, would I ever of, take him? It, you, well, you wouldn't. That's why I'm going to take him. No, no, no. I, I, no, no spoilers. No spoilers. I may not take him. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know. You know, it's what's weird to me is he ranks out 18th in this model, and I don't know. I mean, I know what it, it's. It's the way that it's weighted. I'm not going to go in and screw around with the with the weighting changes right now. Uh, I think that if anything is is taking away from him in the model rank out as 18th it's it's the uh it's the percentages i have on putting but all in all i don't know how you can go wrong with with colin morikawa where he's at right now again comes in second at the cj cup last weekend shoots a six i believe he shot a 62 i closed it but i think it was 62 on sunday i, I think it's just building more momentum and steam coming into uh, outside hold on before we get in there so the flight, uh, who, uh, Obidab, I saw he posted his, uh, his picture. Now he was flying first class. So, but you know, he, he's, uh, it's, it's a long flight over there for those guys. So is there, 
Are you considering the trip from the U.S. to Japan in at all, at all in the performance that we're going to see out of these guys this weekend? A little bit, but there's so many of the the top dogs here that played last week, right? So, I mean, Willie Z didn't, but, uh, you know, Xander was right there, right? I mean, what about you? I'm not weighing it heavily, no. I'm I'm not weighing it heavily either. I'm I'm more looking at uh, maybe I need to adjust these percentages at Hideki Matsuyama coming in. Oh, um, uh, well, he's a ten. Yeah, forty fourth, and he's second here last year, uh, and he's eighteen projected eighteen percent owned. I don't know. I think Kalamurakawa is going to be the highest owned player at almost thirty percent. By the time we get to, uh, by the way, make another uh, mental note that I believe this tournament starts. Uh, for us in the U.S., it's going to start Wednesday evening. Wednesday evening will be the official start of the tournament. So, uh, you know, don't uh, don't wake up Thursday morning thinking you're going to be able to make your adjustments and changes. That will not be the case. You will be a lock. Uh, who you playing and who you fading? Uh, I know you're playing Paul Casey. Paul Casey for sure. So uh, yeah, I mean Morikawa. Xander's been playing great. T18 last week, T5 the week before. Uh, T18 last week, T5 at the Tour Championship. Um, last couple of times we saw him. 33rd off the tee. I can see better today, by the way. Uh, third on approach. 46th around the green. You've been drinking more, have you? <laughs> That's what it is. 33rd in putting. So he is 10th in this model. Uh, last 24 rounds in this field. I like Xander. Uh, I think Xander's going to win soon. I do. He's 24, 26.4%. Projected ownership, um, which is tied with Morikawa, which is strange. And um, well, you can't go wrong with Willie Z. He missed the cut at Shriners, but he's been playing great. Uh, off the tee, he is fifth in this field, 16th in the approach, 31st around the green, 36th uh, putting, um, T14 at Sanderson, T11 at Fortin Fortinet, sixth uh, in the model. I like those two. Um, what did he, yeah, putting killed uh, killed Willie Z at the Shriners. He lost two and a half strokes putting, but outside of that, I mean, last five tournaments in total, he's five on the field, uh, four tee to green, off the tee, gained a stroke and a half. So uh, I, I don't think you can – I don't know that you can go wrong anywhere in the $10,000 and above range except for by putting Paul Casey in the lineup who, again, has withdrawn from the tournament. What do you think about Fleetwood? Uh, I I think that uh, that this could be a place where I, rebound is probably not the right word to say. Uh, I'll say he's been playing towards the middle or the back of the pack, and a lot of these uh, you know in his in his previous tournaments. I mean, t thirty eight at the CJ. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, uh, let's see where he's at off the tee. Uh, so he's pretty neutral in every, yeah, he's just kind of playing flat right now, man. So I, I don't know. Is this a place, um, that Fleetwood might rebound against a, again, I, I don't want to say, I'll say a diluted field versus, uh, you know, where he was at for, uh, for the CJ cup. What did he shoot? Let me ask there? you this. All right. And, uh, I'll take the other side, whatever you do. And we'll put a, we'll put a bottle on it. Who wins first Fleetwood or Fowler? Oh shit! And I mean, to be honest, I could I could totally see Ricky Fowler coming over here and putting something up. 
Uh, I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go, Bucky. Give me okay. Bucky. All right. Okay. Give, give, give me. Give so, me Bucky. So you're not gonna take the ten thousand dollars raise. I got it. Okay. Good. Give me. Yeah. <laughs> well, do, you, you didn't. You didn't say the ten thousand. No, 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 no. I'm just saying. You know, like you know, DK and everybody thinks this guy's better, but you're taking. You're taking the underdog. I love this. Well, you didn't say this tournament. You just said who wins but first. They're both in eight. the field here. Yeah. I know. Oh, I know. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't. I don't think Fleet. Uh, yeah, I'm not. I may play Fleetwood in some lineups, but I'm not going to put any money on him. I mean, maybe like a top 20 or something is where I'd probably go, but I, I, I don't know that I'm going to get more aggressive than that, just in what we've seen out of recent form. Because don't forget, there's going to be a lot of names in the field here that uh, that play on the Asian tour that we don't typically see and we're not very familiar with. So this could be, once again, we've got a lot of uh, a, a lot of a lot of golfers that uh that we don't necessarily get that okay. much exposure it's to okay. you so, keep justifying to, it i mean it's fine i love the fact you gave me some money in the ten thousand dollar range that was on the Ryder cup team <laughs> well i mean hey listen listen bucky's trying to make his way back there man. I mean, come on. this is all just all kids and jokes but i do think it's a fun it's a fun little uh, bet though for sure yeah did you did you make a note of this by the way oh yeah mm-hmm uh, all right, just checking. Uh, let me see if I'm playing somebody. Oh, you know what? I'm going to sprinkle in pretty much a little bit of everybody uh, in the ten thousand dollar range across my uh, across my betting spectrum. Uh, that is in DraftKings, by the way. But I, I don't. I mean, Morikawa, the X Man, Willie Z, Hideki, uh, playing Hideki playing in his home country. I mean, that's uh, you know, I I think maybe from the I don't know is, is Hideki feeling a little a little extra juice from not. Uh, from not winning gold in Japan for the uh, Olympics? I mean, uh, is this going to give him a little... I'm sorry, Cal, I'm not paying attention to you. I'm ordering uh, Chubby Fleet with some of those Oakley glasses on Amazon real quick. <laughs> Did you get his prescriptions? what I, I want to know. prescription, yeah. No, I do, I do think Hideki is coming to kill this week. Yes, 100%. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm probably leaning... Uh, j- just out of principle, I'm probably leaning a little Hideki here just because I, I think that we're going to see something. Now, he has not been putting very good whatsoever, but uh, again, he was second here the last time they, they played the golf tournament at Narashino. So I, I think there could be uh, I think there could be a, a little resurrection there. And by the way, we ought to come up with a new uh, bourbon barrel aged cherry instead of the Narashino. We can call it the Narashino. That's a good point. And hey, didn't um, didn't Tiger win here? But did he win here? And then he, he won and here then, in And then he, he won, won the in Masters. 2019. Yes. So so Hideki's right. going to win the Masters and then come over here and win. Very well could. That, that, that'd be a great way to book in this thing. That, that's for sure. So, uh, all right. So not, uh, I'm not fade. The only person I'm fading in the $10,000 and above range is, uh, is just that is Paul Casey. That's yeah. because he is not playing. I don't, maybe if I had to fade somebody else, it's probably Fleetwood in the $10,000 range. I don't think there's any reason for a fade. Uh, I just, I'm probably looking uh, at the other guys up north because there's a lot of values. You start to get down in this field. Uh, so the $9,000 range, we don't need to go through all of them. I think who really sticks out to me here is, uh, even though he was T 59, 
at the CJ Cup is Alex Noren. Uh, he's ranked third in this model, and he looks good all the way around. He's ranked third in strokes gain total, 19th off the tee, second in putting. I guess if there's something that's uh, that's a little shaky, uh, you know, how long is he going to be able to keep that up? Um, I'll tell you what's shaky and, is how you glossed over Ricky Fowler again. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. going to get there. going to get there. Oh. Uh, I, I didn't want to get in my one and done too uh, too premature. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I think uh, Alex Noren, somebody I'm playing. I, I after what we saw last week, I don't think that it was a. I don't think that it diluted Ricky Fowler's confidence by not winning that golf tournament. If anything, I think it was a confidence builder for him. I think it was probably even more of a confidence builder than it was for uh, the, the few guys that placed and or tied him uh, in, in the sense that, I mean, he's making some extreme wholesale changes to his golf swing. And he's now contending with a pretty damn good field. I mean, when you, when you look above you in the leaderboard and it's Rory McIlroy and Colin Morikawa, can you be mad that that's who beat you? No, you can't. I mean, I, I think you, I think he's found something for sure. Are you surprised he's playing this week? Uh, well, maybe he's been listening. Oh, there you go. There you go. Yeah. Maybe he's been listening. And, I bet he heard that. Um, I bet he heard that. Those, uh, hey, if you get twenty wins, <laughs> oh, but they're like, no, no, no. Those are PGA Tour wins. Oh, uh, he's, somebody, he's actually projected to be the highest owner in this nine thousand dollar category. Uh, eighteen. Yeah, he's eighteen percent right now. Yeah, maybe. Uh, oh no, I see. Yeah, yeah, I, for sure. Yeah. Uh, where's Alex Noren? Yeah, I think Noren man is is. Um, yeah, I do too. And I'm sure people will catch on to that. He's at five and a half percent right now. So that that's probably going to go somewhere. Um, let's see who else in the $9,000 range. Who else do you like in the 9,000 range? Neiman uh, T45 at the CJ, not a great showing kind of average, right? Uh, T40 at Shriners again, not great. But if you look at off the tee, which you said is going to be important this week, 14th in this field, four, uh, 48th on approach, 57th in putting. He's 42nd in this field in terms of model rank, 14.7% projected ownership, 9,900 bucks. Uh, I think I, mean, I think he's got it in him, though. He's, he's due. EV, yeah, I, to, yeah, I agree. EVR is somebody I'm probably going to sprinkle in a little bit. T25 at the CJ Cup, uh, just double digits owned. And uh, ranks fifteenth out in the model, but uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm if I need somebody in that nine thousand dollar range, Keegan Bradley, uh, I don't know, is he going to be able to make a putt? Maybe, maybe not. I'm probably gonna, I'm I'm probably not going to spend a whole lot of time in the nine thousand dollar range, to be honest. I, yeah. I think that, I think uh, I think Bucky Norin, uh, Siwoo Kim, who the hell knows what you're going to get? I mean, you could get a seventy six, you could get a missed cut, or you could get a T eight. So I, I don't know where and what's happening with Siwoo. Uh, I may bet him just because, but uh, uh, I don't know, maybe like a top twenty or something. That's about all. I get I'm looking him, at so. McNeely as well. T thirty eight last week at the CJ cut at the Shriners, second at Fortnit. He is fourth off the tee in this uh, in this field. Last twenty four rounds. 53rd on approach, 4th around the green, and 25th in play. Those are good numbers. 16.1% projected ownership, 7th in the model rank, and 9300 bucks. So I like him here. He's been showing good uh, good form, and I can see him popping here. Yeah, I, I think if you're not going with some of the other folks we mentioned, I think that he's in the double-digit uh, own cat- <laughs> oh, double digit percentage owned category, then I think McNeely's probably a good lean. 
Um, let's see. I don't know who's the fade up here. I just mentioned Siwoo. Yeah, Siwoo struggled last week. Yeah. Yeah, probably a fade. Uh, Tringali, probably another fade. I mean, it's, uh, you know, his putter is probably what's carrying. I don't know, five and a half percent owned. It could be a little intriguing. Um, yeah. All right. So $8,000 range. Y- yes, yes, and yes. Uh, you and I and everybody else won't be able to get enough of this guy. Ranks number one in the model. Uh, second in strokes gain total. Eighth off the tee. Ninth in approach. 27th around the greens. And hey, when you're hitting everything else so damn good, I mean, you can <clears> afford <throat> to be 35th in uh, – 35th in uh, in putting uh, against the field and T14 at CJ Cup, T38 at the BMW. Uh, I don't know how you can shy away from Jonathan Vegas here. I think that's that that that's probably going to be an anchor in most of my lineups. I might start a lineup with the the top three guys in this category. So go Vegas, Pan, and Lee. I'd like all three of those guys. I couldn't couldn't disagree with you more that I think that those are uh, where's the 16, 18. Yeah, well, so does everybody else. I mean, they'll probably all hit 20 percent owned by the end of the week, but or by by Wednesday night. But yeah, I mean, I, I think you're I think your winner could easily come out of that group. Yeah, I do, too. Uh, I mean, recent form looks good. Just their numbers all around. Yeah, it's everything there looks good. I mean, those are three must plays for me. And heavy, uh, who am I fading here? Palmer has been on a, a bit of a, uh, a miscut uh, streak. However, uh, this, this would be the tournament that he makes the cut, given that it's a no-cut event. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Palmer's probably a fade for me. Adam Shank's another guy. Of course, everybody, everybody loves Adam Shank. Why do they all like the people we like? Uh, but I mean, but the, but the numbers are there, right? T3 at the Shriners. He did miss a cut and, you know, kind of mediocre coming out. But, um, you know, if Adam Shank keeps the putter hot, I could definitely see this, uh, this being a, uh, I could see you doing a whole lineup of $8,000 guys. I, is that total $50,000? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's find out. We'll find out in a little bit about that. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So, uh, all right, I'll be here. Um, so yeah, uh, who, uh, so Palmer, I'm fading Ortiz. I don't know. The putter's not doing much for him. Uh, again, the CJ cup T 25 T 47 at the Shriners. I don't know. I guess if you wanted to, I mean, I, I just think there's too many good options in, uh, I think there's too many good options in the $8,000 range to go to the Ortiz route at 11 plus percent owned. So Hoff's been struggling too, man. He has been struggling. Yeah. 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 Um, so yeah, Kirk's been popping. Pro- uh, Kirk looks good in the model T14 yeah. at the CJ T35 at Sanderson. So uh, that that could be a go-to. Uh, Matt Wallace T14 at the Shriners. If you, if you need somebody at eight thousand dollars, you can't afford to go high. Could be could be single-digit owned. Uh, <clears throat> I don't know. We'll see by. Uh, We'll see by uh, by Wednesday. Uh, $7,000 range. Yeah, who you like? Big, beautiful, baby. I'm, oh. I'm, 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 I'm riding this hot hand of Vegas, man. Mm. I mean, that that uh, Harry Higgs. I, I mean, I think form looks good. T9th at CJ, T27th at the Shriners. Uh, he did miss the cut at Fortinet, but hey, maybe he just needed a little Vegas vibe to uh, to kind of get him get him juiced and get him going. Uh, I think another guy in a no cut event where he can kind of go. Hey, I did not see why he withdrew from the Shriners. 
And he also missed the cut at the Fortinet. But past 24 rounds, I mean, his numbers look good, man. And he's ranked fifth in this model is Pat Perez. I mean, I, again, he, he's going to be heavily owned. Uh, but I, I don't know. I mean, I need to go back and look and see why he withdrew from the Shriners and what happened there. And he obviously didn't play in the CJ. So I, I don't know. But he's making the trip over. I mean, did he, did he withdraw because he's making the trip over? Maybe for, for the Zozo. I, I don't know what the reason was, but um, n- from the numbers perspective, it says, I mean, he is gaining uh, what eight and a half strokes off the, let's see where it's, uh, let's where's, where's Perez gaining the strokes at. Let's see if this is something he's going to be able to keep up. So last five, 2.4 and putting he's gaining a stroke and a half off the, t- uh, on approach losing a little bit off the tee, but I mean, nothing crazy. Uh, yeah, I may, uh, I may, I may gamble. I'll, I may sprinkle in a little, little, uh, P squared. Yeah, yeah. Believe I will. And, uh, I don't know who else in the $7,000 range you like down there. Uh, I think you cover most of them. It's not my favorite. It's not mm. my favorite zone. I mean, I like Pat, like you said, I don't know what's going on with him the last couple, uh, events and, and I'm, I'm all in on Harry. Um, Yeah. Those are my two go-tos there. Uh, maybe, maybe Norlander. Uh, T65 at the Shriners, T4 at Sanderson. So, uh, you know, recent form. Oh, shit. But he's 20. He's projected 22% owned. Wow. Uh, it Who is? Seems, uh, Norlander. Oh, wow. I know. I got in him last year, and then, man, he, uh, yeah, he, he, uh, by the way, shout out to Turtleson Apparel. So yeah. uh, he'll be representing in Japan. He, he's been, Showing good signs of form, uh, good form lately. So uh, I think that's probably why, you know, he was T4 at Sanderson and T5 at uh, Barbasol or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I don't know. He's not on my, my fades, huge radar. Yeah. Yeah. 7,000 fades. Uh, I don't know who, maybe Munoz. Uh, he was T49 at the no cut event, which was the CJ cup missed the past three cuts. So I'm probably fading Munoz. Uh, and I don't know that there's any real f- Aids. I mean, Robert Streb could be somebody to go to. He's probably under 4% owned T9, T27 in his past two events. Uh, Higo, I, I want to go down that road, mm. but uh, yeah, I, I don't know. And uh, Luke List, you know, I was thinking we're going to have something there. He's ranked second off the T, 14th in approach, fifth around the greens, but he did miss the cut at the Shriners, T17 at Sanderson, and T51 at Fortinet. So, yeah, we'll see. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. $6,000 range. Uh, but you, I mentioned we're going to see a lot of names we don't see. It. So uh, uh, Takumi Kanaya, uh, he's missed the past four cuts. This is still in the 7,000. Uh, Sepp Straka, yeah, he's missed the past four cuts. Good news is they're going to make the cut. So I, I don't know if this sparks a little bit of life into those guys. But Pack that chicken biscuit. I like Chelsea and Hadley. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bojangles. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, it's starting at $6,900. Why wouldn't you? He's ranked, um, he's ranked 51 in the model, but, you know, T27 at Shriners, T45 at Sanderson. I'm probably going a little bit deeper. Uh, I don't know about Redmond uh, outside of Sanderson. He's missed, uh, he's been on a string of missed cuts. 
Uh, what about your boy, Jimmy Walker, man? He's, uh, I don't know, maybe, right, T24 and T45 at Shriners and Sanderson, respectively. So may- maybe some Jimmy Walker action here. Been trending well, yeah. Um, Satoshi Kadera. Uh, I'm probably going to go get some action on uh, on Kadera. I think that's a, a direction I'm going to lean. I believe Kramer Hickok is out of this event. Okay. Um, I don't know who anybody else kind of stands out. I mean, a lot of those names we're not not familiar with. We don't see them. Uh, we don't see them over here that that much. So yeah, I think we covered them. Yeah. Um, all right, so we're uh, let's put a lineup together. You know, we get get. Uh, let's see. You said we're going eight thousand dollars. We should try so one of those. Many, we could do two many, if you how, want, but yeah. How many, how many people? How many players can Here's we get enough. into? Enough. How many players can we get into the eight thousand dollar range? Let's see. All right, so uh, I'm going to drop down to the eight thousand dollar range, and uh, we're going to roll with uh, anything wrong with starting off with Jonathan Vegas. No, I think we take the first three. CT Pan. Mm-hmm. And Lee, KH Lee, good to go. Good to go there. Uh, how do you feel about Shank? Love Shank. Uh, we got fifteen thousand four hundred dollars left. We can still take Kirk. Uh, we can. You like Kirk or Wallace? You like Kirk? Good with Kirk. Yeah. Kirk. We got seven. We got seventy three hundred left, man. Let's go with. Uh, let's go with P squared. There you go. P squared. That's a good lineup. Uh, that's, uh, that's, yeah, that's the $8,000 range all around, except for Pat Perez at 7,300. We'll see, uh, we'll see what that delivers. By the way, our, our pick that we did last week, it did deliver for us. So, um, yeah, we, uh, good, good showing. Uh, let's see. Okay. So now on to, by the way, who's in the lead in their one and done? Uh, I haven't been able to tally them up yet. Like a lot of calculus and uh, no, no, number numbers are too big. Yeah, a lot of calculus and the derivative of this was yeah. Yeah, yeah no, there, there, there are no square roots involved here, Dan. Oh, okay. Uh, you're winning. Not, you're winning. Not, by a couple you, hundred not unless grand, you want to hurt your wrist. Unless you want to hurt your wrist. I think you got a couple hundred grand on me last week. Yeah, so I should have. Yeah, yeah, you did good last week. Uh, should have. So I'm gonna give you honors. You go first. Putting the pressure on me, Harry. Who who did you say? Um, who did you say you liked that you weren't going to pick Paul Casey? <laughs> yeah, exactly, Paul Casey. Uh, man, I, so I'm 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 torn bet- between three people here, and I and I know we can't. It's not a. Um, by the way, I was thinking about this the other day. Should we start picking like two people in case somebody does get COVID, or or would we should we regroup and then repick? I think I should pick two people. You can just pick one. Perfect. So I'm, I'm torn. I'm torn between Ricky Fowler because mm-hmm. he's cut. He's coming off a heater, coming off of a heater. Alex Noren's numbers just are off the charts and look just fan fucking tastic. Yeah. And I mean, where else am I going to use Harry Higgs at? Uh, give me Bucky. <laughs> Give me, give me, give me, give me Bucky. Give me Bucky. All right. You got Bucky. All right. Because where else am I going to use him at? Who knows when the next time we're going to see him is. That's a good point. He's going to have a kid. Yeah. Uh, I think I'm going to go with one of those guys in the $8,000 range. I think I'm going to go with, um, 
You think I should go with CT Pan or KH Lee? Flip a coin. Let the let the coin decide. I'm gonna go KH Lee. Yep. Again, where else are you gonna use him at? Yeah. Uh, I think he's been trending well. So if we look at his stats here. He, again, 25th at the CJ, 14th at Shriners. Um, in this field, last 24 rounds, 19th on approach, first off the tee, 34th in putting, second in the model rank. You know, yeah, I, I like him here. Uh, where did he win? He won last year. Went, did he win in Texas, I think? Is that where he won last year? Mm, I think so, yeah. Uh, I'll tell you. I'm trying to find him. He won the Byron Nelson, yeah. 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 Um, uh, yeah, solid, solid pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually saving him for the Byron Nelson. Oh, there so. you go. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna play. Fowler there, Fowler there. <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't know why I would do that. I, don't know, I mean, no reason in particular. Just saying. Oh, that's uh, good, man. That's be fun. I'm looking forward to this. So I have to take off on uh, Thursday and Friday, right? I can step all down Wednesday night. You know? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they, they yeah, won't miss an hour of this one on uh, Wednesday night. Oh no. Uh, every every single minute and we're and we're playing through we're playing through the commercials uh yeah good lord i don't know uh let's see all right so what else is going on what else is coming up uh oh my fantasy football team uh well it's so I, i'm i'm <laughs> julio jones man i need julio to have a big night tonight uh, if he score, if I, if Julio Jones scores double digits, I'm, I'm now, I'll be, uh, five and one. So I'll win tonight. So it'll put me at five and one. No, it'll put me at yeah five and one, uh, for the, for the <clears throat> league. Um, my, uh, my golf DraftKings scored. I, I, I pulled through. Now I, I'm, I really came through on my NFL DraftKings. Yeah. Like that one, that one is looking real good. So fingers crossed tonight. I, I did take a look at through who could kind of, uh, who could catch me. Doesn't look like anybody can really catch me. So I, I think, uh, I got, we got to start that NFL show because, uh, <laughs> uh <so. laughs> well, either that or we, we have lobbied for Mon, uh, Monahan to start playing with a leather golf ball. That's that. Well, it's it, and he hasn't said no. So we'll, no. we'll see where we'll see where that goes. We're getting some heavy resistance from a left-hander. Uh, let's see. Oh, we. Uh, I was. I jumped. On, <laughs> I jumped on. Um, I jumped on a live with BB Langham from uh, a friend of the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did a uh, we did a live IG on. I don't know. Friday. I don't know what. Maybe Friday night. I don't know one night. And it could have been Thursday of last week. And we talked a lot about. We talked a lot about drinking, or we drank a lot. However you want to look at it. And uh, he he wanted to chat about the uh, the new. Uh, quasi restriction for the 46 inch driver, which oh. is more of a suggest, more of a suggestion than it is like a a, 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 a rule. So, uh, so we chatted about that. So head over to our Instagram page at birdies underscore bourbon. That's a fun one. I wrote we some letters. A, Oh, what'd you write? About about the driver. Oh, yeah, yeah, I bet you did. I bet you did. Uh, oh, so we do have another friend of the show, OB Dubs, uh, came on and we did a uh, we did a blind tasting. Now that one was a lot of fun. I don't know if you've been if you checked that out, Dan. Uh, it's I saw it's it. in it it's in our uh, it's in our Zoom. No, we oh. did, this is one. Yeah, this is one we gotta we gotta download. Let's start up on the old tube. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, we get it out on the tube. So we, uh, so I sent him over. Uh, I sent him over a few samples, and he was like, "Oh, well, what about this? What about that?" So I, I shared some stuff with him. So I wound up sending him seven samples, and I'm like, "Oh, we could do like three one <clears throat> night and four another time, or four and three, whatever you want to do." And he's like, "Ah, shit, let's just drink them all." I'm like. <laughs> Careful, careful. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so let's just say, uh, but the show, I thought it went good from what I can remember of it. And uh, yeah, so some good tasting notes and, uh, you know, got got into, I won't say, I, even, I probably said what we were drinking at the beginning, but uh, I, I won't get into that. Yeah, we'll throw it up on the tube and uh, get it out and about for people. Uh, other than that, man, we've got, uh, we got Broad Branch Distilling coming up this week. Uh, I had a great time chatting with those guys. I think we've got, uh, let me make sure I get it right because I tend to, uh, miss, uh, mispronounce the name. So we've got bourbon coffee company coming on. Uh, they sent over some samples of their bourbon barrel aged coffee, which I did leave a quick review on our Instagram page about, but, uh, we've got Ryan coming on from there. So he's going to chat about, uh, barrel aging coffee beans. I'm in. Nice. Yeah, me too. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, it should be good, man. <clears throat> so you got to, have you been checking out Succession? It just started uh, up I, last night. I, I haven't, I, you know, I never got into that one really. So, and is that, is that Macaulay Calkins brother? Yeah. That's the, the, yeah. the headliner. I think it, how many seasons are they into this now? Well, they just started the third season last night. I have not watched it okay. yet, but, uh, okay. So, yeah. so I, I started watching season one and I don't know what got me distracted. Something could have been the whiskey, mm-hmm. um, but something just didn't catch my attention on that one. So I may have to go back and revisit. Do it. Force uh, yourself to get through to season one. It's a little bit slower, a lot of building, but then it gets so good. So good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Ted Lasso that mm-hmm. ended the other night. Mm-hmm. So we, we think we talked about that. Mm-hmm. Oh, you know, what's coming up is uh, I think it's the third season of, is the, I think the third of Yellowstone. Is that what's, is it the third, third of the third of the fourth? Yeah. Yeah. It's coming up soon. Yeah. 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 So, so I'm excited for that one to come back on. I think that's, it's like if the, if the Sopranos, mm, if you, you put it good, if yeah. you, if you film the Sopranos in a cowboy environment, that's pretty much Yellowstone. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So it's people are like, I don't like Westerns. Damn it. <laughs> Ding. Um, but it's like, it, it's, it, but it's not really a Western, even though there's horses and cowboy boots and cowboy hats. I mean, it's more, it's more like a gangster kind of mm-hmm. setup for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's like, you, I mean, you did it perfectly. It's Sopranos of Westerns or like, uh, yeah, that's that exactly what it is. Yeah. Good stuff, uh, man. I'm trying to, yeah, I'm trying. So I'll, I'll try to get through some, some secession. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, Oh, did you see the new Batman advertised? Mm-mm. Good. Well, good. Uh, it, it, uh, I don't, I mean, how many times can you remake Batman? Apparently a bunch. First off, let me say apparently a bunch. Second off is we're gonna, it, oh, yeah, right? <laughs> we're going to do it. We're going to remake it. Um, so it's got the kid from, or the guy from, um, what's the werewolves and the vampires, like the teenagers, Twilight. Yeah. Twilight. Yeah. yeah Twilight. Uh, so it's got one of those guys and I forget which one he was, but he was, he was one of the, one of the sides and he's the main character. And of course, as, as Batman is like Batman doesn't really talk a lot mm-hmm. during the, during the preview ish mm-hmm. kind of stuff. It's more, um, it's more, so you got a joke, you got another, a new Joker. Uh, it looked like you had a penguin on there as well. 
and oh, and you've got a um, you got a Catwoman. So I'm kind of thinking, uh, was it uh, that was um, which one? Shit, uh, Birdman. Who did Birdman? Keaton. Michael Keaton. Yeah. So didn't Michael Keaton do? Michael Keaton did the Penguin. Well, he was Batman. And he, uh, no, 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 I know, but he did the one with the penguin and then didn't, and then wasn't Jim Carrey in there as the Riddler? Yeah, Carrey's in there as a oh, Riddler. No, no, I think that's who it's. I said the Joker. I misspoke, I think. Mm. I think that it's the Riddler, not the Joker. But oh. the Joker could be in there also. But okay. it, it could be like a hodgepodge of Batman, Catwoman, and then all of the critters. And it kind of caught me off guard mm. when it said it. I thought it was like a, almost like a parody or a riff or something. Cause I hadn't seen anything about it, but it, it's uh, so I don't, yeah. If you like Batman, I'm sure it's going to be great. Uh, I'll watch it at some point. We'll yeah, see. There you go. Cool, man. So Good stuff. Catch up on the successions. We can talk about that. And that's, that's, that's a real good show. Yeah. Will do. Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.